Hello and welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast, the Geek Out Edition. We are here for you to tell you all the news you may or may not have missed. I'm going to guess you didn't miss it because you're hooked in. You're, you're a geek like us and you have the Twitter and the YouTubes and the Facebooks. And do people still say that? Like the YouTubes, the Twitter, like, you know, trying to sound like you don't know what it is, but you actually know what it is and you're being ironic and an old person funny, like a dad joke. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe. technically, you just did. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I know. That's why I was saying, do they still do that? Yeah. Cause, cause I wanna... So people still do it. Good. Oh, yeah, because I'm a person. Or, they, or if not, they will now. I'm a person. Brett's a person. That person over if there it, is a person. If it died, you're bringing it back. There it <laughs> right. is. I'm bringing it back. Uh, yeah. So this is where we come to talk about the news and goof around and argue about how good or not good Arrow is or other random things. Like, I'm going to say the finale of Westworld was not that good even though people are losing people are losing their minds i have not watched so people are losing their minds over the finale one of my binge shows but we'll get into it a little bit because i did watch it i did get caught up on the last two episodes and it's a great show uh i just wasn't as impressed with the the finale as everyone else but we'll get there all right so you uh, never you never are with finales sure i am Uh, we'll talk about it uh my name is dave Joining me tonight for this geek out is you've already heard both their voices, but I will give them the formal introductions they deserve. Uh, host of the Ringside Geeks podcast with Monroe and myself, Tom. Greetings and salutations, my friends. Oh wow, that was inspiring. Uh, also yeah, joining us, was... all the way from Earth One, this Earth, Earth Prime, pal number one and a half. He counts as both, and then Randy's, you know, pal number half, Johnny. I. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny's catchphrase. Uh, here, I did it. Vintage Johnny. Vintage Johnny. Oh, classic, classic J Dog. Classic J Dizzle. <laughs> J Dog. J Dizzle in the house. Wow. Mm. Wow. For real, y'all. Captain Kitten is here. Jeff Bow Shizzle. Oh, I totally forgot about Captain Kitten. I well, love it. I'll be bringing it back from time to time. I have it as a note, so I don't forget hey, it. Hey, Dave. No, yeah. Thanks for having me on the show, man. Oh, it's it is my esteemed honor to have you hey, on Dave. the show. What? Thanks for having me on the show too. I hate you. Uh, d- ah, <laughs> that devalues that's, what I said. That's that's contractually <laughs> obligated for you to be on the show, oh. Tom. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump into it. We are we are post crossover on a CW DC show, and I did finally watch. I did catch up. So yes, I. Oh, there we go. Uh, no Supergirl this week. She took a break. We went back to, I think, the first episode of the season with Superman and all that good stuff. So, still a good episode, but no new Supergirl this week. We'll have to wait till after the the winter hiatus, as they call it. Uh, mm-hmm. know, probably sometime in February, maybe January. I think they come back. Um, I'll look it up later. But uh, it's we really got not that long. No, they take their break. No, it's a couple of weeks. It just feels like forever. But. Uh, we did get new episodes of The Flash, Arrow, and Legends, so we'll talk about that a little bit. We can start with The Flash, since this episode was all brand new, and I've been saying it for a long time, uh, since they introduced the character himself, um, I am a huge fan of the guy everybody hates. I think uh, You might know him as Alchemy, but he doesn't know himself as Alchemy. I love mm. I love that character. I love the fact that he did not like Barry. He shouldn't mm-hmm. like Barry. I wouldn't. Like, I got to work with this guy every day. He never shows up, and he's the golden child. Forget it. You're a jerk. I'm here. Uh, to... Yeah, I've, I've, I'm with you. I've always liked him. Yeah. Since, since he first showed up, I've really enjoyed him. 
good character, good storyline. Like I felt, I had the, the the feels as the kids say when uh, when mm-hmm. Barry invited him out to a drink. I thought that was cool. It was a good moment a couple weeks ago, and then uh, that's, that's Barry being Barry. Barry's a likable guy. I mean, wasn't there a line in the if I remember right in the crossover where Cisco makes a line where oh everybody's supposed to just like Barry? Is it you know? You're just I don't supposed like to, no. You're just supposed to forgive him. You're just supposed to yeah. forgive and forget, and you're not. But he would by the end of the crossover, so it doesn't matter. Someone did make a comment though, like Felicity or someone said, "Everybody likes you," or right. like who 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 wouldn't like you? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. This guy, this guy, Julian, he this wouldn't. Guy. Did you notice? And and I noticed this, uh, so I'm bringing it up. Did you notice that when they saw that article that he wrote about the um, philosopher's stone, the mm-hmm. sorcerer's stone, whatever they want to call it, um, <laughs> Harry Potter book one or yeah, whatever, yeah that, yeah, that Harry Potter stone, yeah, um, that that his name in the article it was written by J. Albert Desmond. I did yes. see that. Which yeah. is that's the name of the character from the comics is Albert Desmond. So I okay. thought that was really cool. Like he ditched the last name and just went by Julian Albert, yeah, yeah. instead of uh, Julian Albert Desmond. And so as soon as I saw that, I was like, boom, called who, it. Who knew? I nailed it. Who knew former Indiana Jones would become a CSI agent for for Central City PD? Uh, well, he, it, it, I thought that was kind of weird too. But he did explain it. He said yeah. like. Like he just became enamored with it and like gave up on everything else he was pursuing and just to follow this, you know, this, this, uh, myth that he heard about. And then when it all blew up in his face, he, you know, got back on track, left the, you know, left the country and came to the States. Yeah. One thing I'll say this for every episode that was on this week, we had possible hallucinations of dead characters. So on the Flash, Cisco was seeing his brother Dante everywhere, and mm-hmm. they explained it by the end of the episode. It was Savitar seducing Cisco, you know, trying to trick him into helping him, which is the same way he kind of got uh, Julian to do that. So somewhat similar by using Julian's like wife or girlfriend or whatever. And it was sister, 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 sister. That's it. Yeah, dead sister. Um, so it was the same kind of way. Uh, and then on on Arrow, we'll get to it. There's another one, but it just happens at the very end. But I do know. From watching uh, the, like this this exclusive clip of the next new episode, whether that person is actually there or if Oliver's hallucinating. Yeah, I don't know if that's a hallucination <laughs> or not. I can confirm it for you before we're done talking today. Um, and then Legends, Mick is seeing Captain Cold all over the ship, and it's messing with his mind. And it's I didn't get to watch Legends tonight, so I was, yeah, I didn't watch it. Tonight. I didn't watch it fully. Like I was falling asleep it's been a long week so i was like passing out in in between but i got i got the gist of the whole episode um but yeah back to flash we got uh, the teams trying to track down savitar and, and alchemy and barry discovers that julian is alchemy so they they lock him up and they discover he has no memory of being alchemy um so they're not sure to trust him or not because they've been burned i don't know what is it like a thousand times at this point by people who claim mm-hmm. to be their friends so they don't trust them, and then they do trust them, and he's helping them, and it's all great. And uh, Savitar, uh, they hook him up, or I'm sorry, they hook Julian up to this thing, and they're able to communicate to Savitar through Julian, who claims that Barry in the future is going to imprison him. He also says, and this sets up our whole last half of the season, much like Arrow did last year with the tombstone, uh, that one teammate will betray them, another will fall. And a third will suffer a fate worse than death. And then Barry can now go into the future. We're seeing 
we're seeing. He goes five months into the future with the speed use of the Speed Force and with the help of uh, good old Jay Garrick in the form of, of Barry's dad, or at least looking like him, from Earth well, 3. Well, so technically he didn't travel to the future. He was knocked into it. He was knocked yeah. into it by the blowback yeah. from throwing the stone into the Speed Force. Well, so either way, it's not he's, like he he's traveled got, there. Right, he's there. I mean, he got there. Um, I don't think he has. I don't think he has that ability. I th- I'm with Johnny. I think he was knocked into the future. Somehow. I think. I think he does through the speed force. The speed force got him there. Yeah, well, he definitely has. The, like, like Wally learned how to travel yeah. forward and backwards in time, right? So <clears throat> flashes can use the speed force not just to travel backwards, but also to travel forward. Yeah. Um, he's just never done it, and right. this was the first time it happened. But again, it was like he didn't do it. The speed force knocked him into the future. Right, right. So right. it was totally accidental. I don't know that, you know, I don't know that he'll ever learn how to control it himself. But it does give us your first red herring as to the who will fall or, uh, you know, suffer the fate worse than death type of deal. Uh, when Barry's thrown five months into the future, he watches as Savitar kills Iris. And it made mm-hmm. me sad. Because I, I don't know about you guys, man, but I can't go one episode without watching Flash and seeing yeah. Iris and just falling absolutely in love with that woman. <laughs> I, I like her. Iris. Candace, Candace Patton like is one amazing looking woman, and then she's she's great at as Iris too, so it helps. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so there's the red herring. I, I it's uh, it's a little too obvious. She's not going to be the one that dies. They're gonna. They're going to save her, and, you know, in the episode itself, Jay tells Barry that the future's not fixed. You know, you can, you you make your own type future type of, type of thing is what he's saying. Well, I hope the obvious mm-hmm. isn't there. I mean, we saw that, and then the one to betray, of course everybody's going to look at Caitlyn thinking no. yeah, she's going to lose control. I, I, I mean, for me, not Caitlyn's obvious. I think HR is obvious, because they keep hinting at him, like, talking to himself into what looks like a recorder or something like that. No, but they they cleared that up. Yeah, a couple they already episodes cleared ago. that up a while they, back. Well, maybe they did, or he lied. Uh, I think yeah, he's just, I, he's just I, a genuine, I think he's just a genuine geek that's just trying to be something on this earth that he wasn't on the other. Earth. Uh, well, I, but, but I don't think that's his argument, though, Tom. I I think he's saying that the show's like trying to set it up like it's not him or like it is him by not directly saying that it is him. Yeah, um, I, I don't feel it, though. I, I think... Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying as well. Like, I agree with you. I don't think that HR is the obvious one. I think Caitlin's the obvious one, the and obvious that's, why they'll, that's why they'll choose someone else. <clears throat> I have a feeling it's going to be someone like Wally, you know, somehow under well, here's control my of Savitar, or it could be Julian now that he's kind of come into the fold. Here's my theory. It's Cisco, And I think the vibe he had was with Killer Frost and Cisco fighting is Killer Frost is fighting a villainous vibe mm, that's a that's a good theory that's my theory he, that that fight already came to fruition though like that exact fight that he vibed yeah. was the fight that they had outside i still she, i still stand no, by my theory was, no 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 no. she was not fully frosted out during that fight in the vibe she was frosted out <clears> with <throat> the, the full white hair and everything and cisco had more yeah. gear on cisco looked yeah. like vibe more than oh, he did. okay yeah. all right you guys are right yeah, yeah yeah i thought i i just i just settled on okay that was the fight but you're i did right. too now i did I, too i think back yeah i did too but i had to rewatch it and like no it doesn't look mm-hmm. the same but i mean okay. yeah i get I, I i i had the same thought but that's just you know one one man's theory 
Uh, by because the I wouldn't want it to be Cisco. I'm uh, honestly I'm done with Cisco being mopey and sad and angry <laughs> yeah, at Barry. Just yeah. give me the Cisco I love the last couple of seasons because he's he's one of the best parts of that show. Yeah. Um, and when he you know he's been great in all this dramatic stuff. Like I, I this dude is a fine actor. He's super good in this role. He's totally funny, totally likable. You want to hang out with him, but when things get serious, this guy can get serious. But I'm. I'm okay with that, but I'm I'm done with that being the focus. I don't want him to be a villain. I don't want there to be some turn. I don't want there to be like I just want Cisco to be Cisco. I I kind of uh, I kind of need him to be both now. He needs to be this character who has been serious and has suffered um betrayal and and all this and also this lighthearted person of of joy. Uh he's got cuz he's he's a character that's growing and you can't just take it away because they've they've bonded. It's still got to be right. like you look at Arrow and Oliver doesn't ever change, and it's getting annoying. Um, and maybe now in this last episode we finally saw a glimpse of it, but it came at um, like he had no other choice. But we'll talk about it. But um, no, I, and I'm not I'm not saying that no, I, I don't know. want Cisco to ever be serious i'm i'm uh, we're saying i think the same thing just differently that right. to me the classic cisco is mostly humorous but when things need to get serious he gets <clears throat> serious kind of thing right right and that's just that's what i want from him and i do want to see growth and the guys the guys become better like as the mm. show has gone on like him and grant gustin i think are the two best actors across all four of the tv shows with like melissa benoist right behind them yeah, yeah. um this this guy kills it as Cisco, and I just don't I don't want this turn. I don't want him to be evil. Just give me the classic Cisco. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. Um, well, I mean, there's a betrayal, there's a fall, and and then there's a suffer a fate worse than death. So I have a feeling Barry is going to suffer the fate worse than death. Um, but we'll I see. actually thought I actually thought that um, uh, you know, obviously, I think the camera showed uh, Caitlin's face when. Savitar said that uh, one will one will betray you. Yeah, but so, I think again that was a red herring. I sure. think she might suffer the fate worse than death by completely converting over to the Killer Frost persona and losing herself. Maybe that's what I thought. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that could be. Um, by the end of the episode, Kid Flash Wally gets his his uniform as a gift. Yes, so. and they called him Kid Flash too. He's like, Is that? Am I really going to be Kid Flash? And they're like, Yeah. He yeah, doesn't. Yeah, he he doesn't like it. Um, oh, loved it. Uh, loved it. Julian, I love that he's faster than Barry. He's faster than Barry. All right, calm down. It's fantastic. <laughs> you know what they're gonna do? Here's here's what I think they're gonna do. I I can I'm, tell. I'm overexcited. I've already seen a scene from the next episode, so I can possibly tell you what they're gonna do. Well, I think here's what's gonna happen in the future of the show, and I don't know if it'll happen this season. I would assume by the end, though. Um, is that uh, so? In the comics, Wally found out that because he got his speed at a young age and was like his body developed with the speed force in him instead of being like a full grown right. adult man, um, that using his speed was actually killing him. Mm. So that's one of the reasons why he retired and just became a college kid because and went off to date Artemis. He... Oh, wait, well, that's, young, and, that's Young Justice. Sorry. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that's Young Justice. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he gave up heroics because, I mean, running was literally killing him. Um, and I kind of think that's what they might do. I don't think they're going to continue this, like, Wally's faster than Barry always. There's got to be some – like, Barry's the focal point of the show. Right. So Barry's got to remain the main focus. Well, what's kind so of unless he travels to another Earth, 
Yeah. I well, think Wally, by the end of the season, is going to find out your speed's killing you. Also, they could use that whole he came out of his cocoon earlier than he should have because of stupid Joe. <laughs> right. Uh, I, something they could do, and it's something we haven't seen done on any of these shows. Um, the show's called The Flash. It's not called Barry Allen is The Flash. There's, I, mean, I don't know that they would do this because Grant Gustin is just, you know, such a star. There is the potential that they could kill the title character, where you don't really have that in any other show with the title character. Like, you know, you know, when they set up a scene where Buffy dies and the show's coming back next year, you know she's coming back. Like, yeah. the show's called Buffy the Vampire, so the show's called Angel, the show. I mean, these characters could, like, Alias was a show where they could have killed Sydney at any time, but they didn't. I mean, they kind of retired her in the last season because she was pregnant, but, and also they were getting canceled. But, <clears throat> like, a show like Arrow, they're not going to kill Oliver. Supergirl, they're not going to kill Kara. But they could pass the mantle to Wally to be the Flash at some point by doing something crazy. You never know. It's just one of those things. It, the chances of it happening probably very, very slim. But I could see it down the road. I mean, season sure. five or six, if the when Grant Gustin's going. getting these huge movie roles offered right, to him, yeah, right. which he should. I'm surprised he's not. I'm surprised we're not seeing him more stuff because the guy, the guy kills it. He's well, it a took great actor. It took you know Stephen Amell how long to get you know like a big blockbuster movie? I mean, season at least in season four when TMNT two. Went to production, so took a while. Mm. Not that he's on the level of Grant Gustin as far as acting. Yeah, goes. he's not. He's not, and that's the thing that they they play <clears> two <throat> completely different characters, and and um, like you said, Stephen Amell has played the same character from season <laughs> one to season five. Well, at least he's evolved from his really bad quarterback character he played on that uh, shoot that Spike football show they used to have. I can't remember the name of it. Um. With uh, they just had a movie, Rise of the Thadland, or something like that. Uh, mm, shoot, weird. yeah, it was a Spike TV. Show. I love the Jay Garrick stuff. Oh, I, I love anything with Jay Garrick. I love Blue that they keep pulling him into the show. I realized my mic was muted. That's why. I, oh, god damn it! I thought you fell asleep. Blue Mountain State. Nope. Stephen Amell was on okay. for a couple episodes. Mm. He didn't really talk much, but he was a quarterback. Anyway, uh, yeah, I was I was saying Blue Mountain State, and I'm like, wait, what? Does it, what the hell? <laughs> Uh, Jay, yeah, the Jay Garrick stuff was cool. You got to see uh, Luke Skywalker was back. Uh, mm-hmm. Little Mark Hamill playing the trickster for a little while. That was a lot of fun. Boy, that Earth yeah. Three uh, trickster really trickster. channels his inner Joker. <laughs> right. Yeah, the voice is definitely there. Like if I hadn't been looking at the screen, I'd be like, wait, wait a minute, did I just turn on the animated series or something? What happened? <laughs> Can I ask for one thing, Barry? Stop revealing yourself to people. I oh, understand. God, yeah. But jeez, yeah, I tweeted that out and I got a bunch of people saying it's not that big a deal. Like, I mean, I understand he needed to establish trust with Albert, but God, how many people are gonna know? Central City and it, knows, and he's also done it before. Yeah, that's why I didn't think it was that big of a deal. They, someone has also been in the in the cage or or in a situation where they're like, I can't trust you, and he goes, You're right, and he takes the mask off. Exactly. Like, this is the only way to build trust, like. Like, yeah. go, go get him an ice cream cone or something. Man. <laughs> it worked with Supergirl. Anyway. Uh, uh, there was something else I really liked, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, oh, it was um, the whole Joe and HR thing about Wally. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like, like, HR has totally grown on me. I really like this character. And mm-hmm. I like, like, 
I, I thought it was so cool when Joe said, I know you're trying to find what you contribute. I don't remember how he set it up, but HR pointed out yet again, like I, my, what I do is I see the potential in people and I help them. Yeah. He says that. it has nothing to do with him getting anything. Like, right. I yeah. get, I get nothing from this. He says, and he made a ton of sense. Like him helping Wally. What does that do for him? Other than be, make, make a friend in Wally. Yeah, and he didn't even want to at first either yeah. because it would have because he didn't want to hurt Joe or Barry or whatever. But I I really like this HR character with his with his magic I, wand that he carries around with him. With, with wands, his, his drumstick. Drumstick. Yeah, I know they're drumsticks. drumsticks. I know, but yeah. every time I see it, and because because Julian's there, I'm like, why has he got Harry Potter's wand? What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I really like HR to the point where like I I would want to see this character in the next season. I like that they keep bringing Tom Cavanaugh back as a different. As long as Harrison Tam Collins, yeah. As long as he's there, Kavanaugh's there. I'm okay. Like I'll I'll mm-hmm. adjust to the new version of Wells every time, but it, just keep Kavanaugh as much as possible. I, that man is a great actor. He's so great. I, he's played three different Wells now, and it's fantastic. He's, I love he's it. played technically four because he played Wells as Wells. Last oh, that's last right. <laughs> so, that's so, right. Like it's crazy, and we got uh, to see all those other wells throughout the multiverse. Yeah, oh, yeah. so cool. That was a lot wells of fun. Wells is a great character. A lot of fun. Um, all right. So in this little c- scene, I got to you get you can watch if you have the CW app, which is absolutely free. So you should have it. I mean, you don't have to subscribe or anything. Uh, you don't need to log in for it. You can just watch the episodes the next mm-hmm. day, like Hulu, except without you it. You can even Hulu. watch. You can even watch live on the app if you want to. Really. Yeah, I, I got know. it on my my Amazon Firebox. The CW app, you can watch that live. Oh, interesting. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. It's got, it's got a live block. That's how I went back and watched the uh, crossovers tonight. Well, that's not live then. No, but it has a live option. Oh, you saw it on. I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, but the scene they showed was Barry and Wally were going out, and they captured – I forget, I wish I could remember the guy's name, but it, it, it sounded like it could have been a, a particular, like, rogue or um, – something of that nature, but Wally ends up saving Barry in this attack and they put him in Iron Heights. They, they send those guys to Iron Heights, right on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, sent yeah, them to, now they do. Yeah. Sent them to Iron. Yeah. Sent them to Iron Heights and Barry's pissed. Like he's telling Wally and everyone's like, Whoa, back off Barry. But he's like, Wally, you could have died. You're supposed to be shadowing me. I'm supposed to be doing the work. And they're like, you know, Barry, he just saved your life. He's like, if you don't, if you can't follow my rules, I'm done with this. And he just kind of walks away. And that's the scene. So something. You think going. he's a little pissy that Wally's fat? It, him. it could be a jealousy thing, or maybe it's something about what Savitar said. You know. Um, mm, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's Savitar's you know stuff seeping into his brain or something like oh, that. Oh, oh. Also, did you guys see when they went to the future on the news? They were talking about plunder. Uh, was it plunder or thunder? No, it was Plunder. It was Plunder. Plunder is um so that on in, in the comics there's a detective named Jared Marillo. That's it. Um, it was Plunder. And he's, Plunder's who they catch no, in the next episode. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. So Plunder is um Plunder's a, a villain from the, the comics, but he's so he's um there's this good detective named Jared Marillo and he's friends with uh he's he's the partner of Fred Shire. Mm-hmm. Um who unfortunately died in the first season, which sucks because he's a great character in the comics. Um but Jared Marillo is a good dude, and Plunder is a mirror world version of him. That's ba- that's a bad guy. That's evil. Um, He's got an eye patch was, in the scene. It looks like. Yeah, which I don't remember him having in the comics, but it's fine. 
It's fine. <laughs> okay. the, the fact when You're I okay said, with it. when they, yeah when they were like the villain plundered, I was like ah plunder, and they're like AKA Jared Marillo, and I was like ah Jared Marillo. I want to say I when you said plunder, it rang a bell. I I can't guarantee that's what it they what Wally said in the thing like we caught plunder or whatever. But they, mm. it was a name, something like that, like where it might have been started with an S. But I, I'm pretty sure it was Plunder. I'd have to go back and watch. It's only a minute long, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, he's uh, he's an assassin. Mm. Plunder is so. Yeah, I, he's kind of like a Deadshot type character. Have him. Yeah, um, but he's from a mirror universe, so I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. I just think it was. Cool. I thought it was so cool that like little minor villains like that. Like I can't wait till they bring out some of the other ones. Like I can't wait till they do um, Double Down. Who's a ridiculous, <laughs> stupid villain? But how great would it be to have a You're like an episode losing about your this mind guy. right now? It's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I am losing my mind. I love when they bring this, you know, these little like non, you know, non like mainstream villains. Wait, and, like gonna... bringing Girder in. Girder was, oh, yeah, Girder. Oh, it was so cool to have Girder. I want, I want Tar Pit. Uh, <laughs> I want uh, Double Down. I want Blacksmith. I just want all these guys. I um, want them all. I'm gonna play the video here. So you can hear it. It's playing through my phone. I don't have time to grab the cable to hook it up so you guys can hear it better. But just waiting for this Coles commercial to end. Let me know if you can hear it when it starts playing. I'll let you know when it's going. Oh, of course. The Coles thing freezes. Well, I believe you. I want to know the name, though. It's bothering me. Wally, congratulations. That was amazing. Great job, Wally. Kid Flash, let him know. <laughs> That's how it's done. We just deposited plunder in Iron Heights. There you go. Yeah, plunder. Yep. We just deposited, right. yeah, and Cisco's in happy Cisco mode, so there you go. Alright, good. So go. so Barry seems Barry seems, you know I should have just let it hurt. keep playing. <laughs> it seems it seems butthurt with Wally. Yeah, let me uh let me see if it'll resume without going to the stupid commercial. I hate buffering. You stupid buffering. What year is it? Real name is Jared Murillo. Turns out he's wanted for a string of robberies from here to Star City. Wally, what was that? I mean, you're supposed to be shadowing me. Wait, you're mad at me? I thought... Observe and learn. That's it. That's it. Mm. He's up. Wally just saved your life. I'm sorry, Wally, but if you can't learn to follow orders, this deal between us, it's over. Okay. I wonder what they're doing. Wait, listen. Who's ready for? Oh, man. Wallace, BA, you're supposed to be dressed for the museum opening. It's over, speedsters. We have time. Nobody likes a bragger. Yeah, but we were actually talking about something important before you showed up, so. You... Okay. You clean up well. Thank you. I like the way you dress. Guys, this is a very, very big deal for all of us. Come on. Ooh, Iris has a Don't nice Don't be late dress. to the party. I wonder. I wonder if the the way the uh, the demographic between Barry and uh, this Wally, because I know later on in the comics when Wally has to deal with Bart, there it's kind of the same thing. Like you're not ready, you're immature. It it, it kind of strikes me in that way because I mean that's so much further down the line. But may, I wonder if that's the kind of attitude they're putting into this. Well, yeah, that 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 kind of reaction isn't really a Barry and Wally relationship. No. Um, right. But but you're right that that's pretty much exactly how Wally is with Bart. Yeah. All at right. First. All right. So we spent almost a half hour talking about Flash. Let's move on a little bit here. Uh, we got Arrow. Arrow had another episode called "What We Leave Behind." Again, we're dealing with the post alien invasion, so there's a little talk of aliens and stuff like that. Uh, Prometheus is getting more information from Evelyn, uh, a.k.a. Artemis. 
about the team itself and people where they live and stuff like that. She's given him all the information. It's pretty crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. At this point, he attacks. Uh, there's some kind of big event that the mayor is having, and Curtis is actually there with his husband. And it's Christmas ball. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah, it's Christmas ball. And Prometheus attacks Curtis's husband, but Curtis says, "You know, take me. Don't don't take him." And then he uh, throws one of those one of those ninja stars at him, and it slices his neck, and he's he's down. Um, uh, it turns out he's fine. He's in the hospital for a little while, but his his husband is wondering where he's spending all his time. Like he thinks he's cheating on him. And that's planting the seed for the rest of this episode. Um, <clears throat> it also injected him with a tuberculosis drug that was developed by Justin Claiborne, who, if you remember season one, was one of the people Oliver killed. He killed him on the rooftop and he fell into the big pool on the rooftop. Anybody mm-hmm. remember that scene? I, I know well, I they did. showed it. They, they showed, showed it again. In the right. Episode. When they showed it, I mean, before that, I re- recognized that I remember it pretty vividly. I don't know why. Maybe it's because it's like one of the first episodes and he killed somebody and I was pretty stunned by the fact that Oliver was killing well, people. Well, that, that was a, one of the bigger actors that they've had in there, too. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Yeah. Um, but Oliver killed him. And so we realized through detective work that uh, they believe that it's this Claiborne guy's son that is Prometheus. And so now they're trying to track him down through through the company and all this other good stuff. Um, and it's at this point that also they find out that Evelyn, uh, she reveals herself to them when she shoots somebody with an arrow. I can't remember. Maybe Oliver. Uh, uh, she reveals that she's been working with him the whole time. Um, that mm-hmm. she can't get over the fact that it's his fault. Her parents are dead. Uh, things like that of that nature. Uh, in the meanwhile, Felicity's boyfriend, Billy, um, is hot on the trace of Prometheus. He ends up getting captured by Prometheus when he's on, on, you know, trying to find him. And as Oliver finds out where, where Prometheus is, he's going to find him. And Prometheus, he's chasing Prometheus through this big warehouse, this big building or whatever. And then he sees him and there's a, you know, the voice is coming from him. Oliver shoots him dead. Uh, turns out the man was just dressed as Prometheus. And it's actually Billy who had been gagged. And there was a speaker on him so that the voice of Prometheus would come out. Um, kind of saw that coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I did anyway. <clears throat> so uh, Oliver is responsible for. Uh, well, the, the moment I was angry about was because Oliver had a chance to tell Felicity that Billy is missing, and he didn't. I was upset. He did. No, no, he did that. She. They said that he was missing. No, when he goes back, he doesn't tell her. Before the before he leaves to go find Rita's, he doesn't tell her that he, Billy's missing. He does. No, there's one. There's a point. Yeah, that he says that Billy is missing. All they found was his phone, and that's what he had transmitted to her. Not to. I don't know. I don't remember that at all. I just remember yeah, he had a chance he said to. Said Billy he, was missing. He had a chance to and when the, he should have. Police were didn't. looking for him and all that. Uh, whatever. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, he kills them. They come back. Uh, she tells or he tells Felicity that he killed him. She says it's Prometheus. Uh, it's Prometheus' fault. It's not his fault. And Diggle gives him a little uh, reassurance that it's not his fault. But it goes back to season one where Diggle said this <laughs> killing him is going to come back to you somehow, in some way or another. And it's kind of mm-hmm. all doing that. Instead, though, it's destroying his team. Curtis's husband leaves him. Um, he leaves him, like, straight up leaves the house, done, over with. Uh, when he finds out that, you know, he's a vigilante, says you got to choose either the hood or either Arrow or me. And he chooses Green Arrow. Um, Felicity is sad and crying in that big, nice, huge loft that she inherited from Oliver. 
Um, she's <laughs> she's mourning Billy. Diggle gets recaptured by the army. Um, Oliver goes and makes out with reporter chick. Smooth. It's good. It's a good move after you kill your girl, ex girlfriend's boyfriend. <laughs> So all these all these things are happening to his friends, and he is he's macking. I love it. I love it. But then he goes back to uh, the ever secure and safe Arrow headquarters and sees Laurel Lance alive and well inside mm-hmm. the lair. Uh, so the question is 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 it just like the case when uh, when 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 Cisco's seeing his brother and he's kind of hallucinating and actually being projected? You know, it's a it's it's it's. Savitar doing it to him, or is 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 she there? The answer, she's there because when in the next episode, there's a scene. Uh, Oliver goes to see Diggle in jail, and he tells her. So uh, Laurel's Laurel was there, and they're talking about it. And he he said, Did "You tell her everything that's been going on." And he says, "We've been easing her into it, so it's not just Oliver seeing her." He's saying, "We've been easing her in." So they all see her. It's not a hallucination. She's there. Um, is it Earth Two, Laurel? Perchance is it going to be that type of situation? We don't know. Is it the Laurel we know and love somehow being alive? We don't know yet. Um, I have a hard time saying I'm okay with it because I, I'm on one hand I'm happy she's back. On the other hand, I'm getting annoyed with people not staying dead. Oh, it's the DC universe. Nobody stays dead. So I, I'm I'm picking my spots here. I'm just you know I'm I'm glad that the Black Canary's back. The Black Canary needs to be on a show with Green Arrow, even if they're not going to put them together as a relationship, which they should, but they're not going to. The Black Canary needs to be a part of his life. Um, but again, her death pushed a lot of things in these people to do stuff, and now she's alive. So it's a little weird. Um, But yeah, that's the episode. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, like I said. There's a a lot of things that could factor into the fact that she is really, I mean, you know, Flashpoint could be, you know, change that she's still alive. Yeah, but they would have memories of her being alive then. Like she wouldn't just be back. Yeah, I agree with you. And then, you know, even in Legends where there's the talk of when Sarah fights uh, oh boy, and she says, you know, you're not going to succeed. You know, maybe he doesn't go kill her. You know, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of ways to go around it, but it it was it was a shocker to me that she was standing there because I, I want to hear how they're going to explain it. Yeah. Well, next episode's called Who We Are or Who Are You? Excuse me. Who Are You? And I, I really like the way that Prometheus, uh, he said at the beginning, he wasn't going to, he doesn't want to kill him. He wants to break him down, and at the way at the way the episode was leading to end, everyone was broken down. Felicity lost her boyfriend. Diggle now he walks in and he's got what thirteen red dots on his chest. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, Curtis Holt loses his his husband. Can for can we please progress the Curtis Holt character to not be that weak? He is pretty weak. I mean, we know what he is in the comics, but he's pretty damn weak. I mean, he he showed a little bit of skill, a little bit. I I have a feeling geez, I have, if, if Kurt, if this is who is if he's going to be Mister Terrific, please progress the character. I don't think he's going to be that version of Mister Terrific. I think he's going to be what we've I'm, seen. I guess. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Um, he's not going to be 
that he's going to be a different kind of hero, um, tech guy type thing. Anyway, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know if he's going to progress like Palmer has into being a, like a superhero type character like that, where he is actually right. fighting more. Um, he's not just a tech geek, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, that the arrow returns January 25th. Uh, I sh- should remind people that legends of tomorrow is not on Thursdays anymore. It'll be right after flash from now on. So yeah, a DC double feature on your on your Tuesday nights, which and the one thing I am I am glad about from the crossovers and this episode of Arrow is Thea is seems to be a lot more willing to put the the costume <clears throat> back. Uh, well, I mean, she was not going to be left out of well <laughs> the, in the crossovers. I lo- I, the crossovers, I loved her reasoning when she said, "Hey, it's aliens. I'm going to put this on." Yeah, but then then in the latest episode. She got the feel of the group that were in the in the headquarters where, yeah, she was needed. So I like that because before she didn't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. She was done. That's a wrap. Yeah. I think it's the vision of what she had in the crossover to what she could be. I don't know. I, I'd like to see the character progress even more because I do love Thea in she her fight scenes to me are some of the best ones. Yeah. So I'd like that. I'd like to see her more involved. Yeah, we uh, we'll we'll see when it returns. Um, yeah, so Legends tonight, like I say, I was falling asleep in and out of it. But what I did see is uh, the Chicago Way. It was called, so they had some some cool uh, mobster stuff that was pretty great. They finally brought Merlin in, and they're the Legion of Doom now. Uh, Reverse Flash, Merlin and Damian Dark are working together in this episode to obtain this this uh, medallion, or I can't remember what they called it. Um, but when they do get it, because spoiler alert, they end up getting it. Uh, it's like this this star chart, and it's a compass. And they're actually their end game is to find uh, Rip Hunter. Actually, uh, these guys are looking for Rip Hunter. And mm. the final scene of the episode is Rip Hunter being chased down an alley, and then he falls and stumbles, and then you hear cut, and we pan over and we see a guy sitting in a director chair and it's Rip Hunter speaking with an American accent directing a movie in the 60s about Rip Hunter. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. Uh, So we'll see what's going on there. Um, But uh, also the Legion of Doom are looking for the Spear of Destiny. Um, I will give points to either of you if you know what the Spear of Destiny is. Nobody? Mm. Nobody? You guys need Jesus. The Spear of Destiny? That's the thing that they stabbed Jesus with. Yes. Yes. Uh, and that's what they're looking for. The Legion of Doom is looking for the Spear of Destiny. Which it's not the first time it's been in DC Comics. Uh, so that's mm. what they're looking for. And they think Rip Hunter will be able to help them find it. But in the scene that they show for next uh, the next episode, Sarah is all pissed off because she did not end up saving Rip. Uh, they didn't get him back. But... They did get this medallion, and they did get the the spear part away from the Legion. Excuse me, Legion of Doom, and uh, it's a cool scene because uh, Jax is actually the one telling her she didn't fail. This isn't a fail. Uh, that we're all one family, and that you know we'll, we'll get him back. And she's like, "Is that a promise?" And he says, "It's a prophecy." And that's the end of the scene. I kind of laughed at it. It was very Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, in this episode itself, actually, she's she finds out about Stein's daughter and that aberration. And now Stein's concerned that they're going to go back and fix this aberration. 
And she says, we're a family. Even your family is part of our family. And now we're going to protect them. And um, one person on this team is sometimes more important than history. So I don't know where that's going to lead things. <laughs> is that potential for Sarah going to save her sister? It didn't sound like it because she said, you know, she's not about that anymore. So, yeah. That, I got it. Mm-hmm. So legends, yeah. Oh, and uh, Mick and and it was a Huntress. No, not Huntress. Uh, Mick and uh, Vixen. Vixen are are kind of getting together. She gives him a kiss on the cheek. She steals something for him, and it kind of you know, like says, oh, you stole it. <laughs> like she's like, I got a gift for you. It was like some alcohol from uh from Capone. Nice warehouse, and she's like, "Yeah, I stole it." And sometimes it's fun to be the bad guy, she said. And then he's like, "Oh," kind of perked up, and she mm. kissed him on the cheek. And then Captain Cold's like, "Is it worth it? Nearly dying for a kiss on the cheek?" Uh, the Captain Cold stuff was pretty great, and I don't know what's happening there. Uh, maybe, maybe they explained it when I fell asleep, but I don't know why he's there and why Rip, uh, Rip, uh, why Rory's the only one that can see him. Yeah, all right, so that's our 40-minute CWDC review. Man, we didn't have Supergirl in there. It took forever. We got to stop let, letting Johnny ramble on about The Flash. He just goes goes, cra- goes crazy about The Flash whenever <laughs> we talk about well, it. Well, yeah. yeah <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't argue. <laughs> mm, or and maybe I, we could not break down every moment of each show. That's true. We should just say, hey, it was good. Just talk about what we liked. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure this out. Sorry, guys. We'll figure it out. It's a work in progress. Uh, Marvel TV news, Luke Cage, surprise, surprise, renewed for season two. Big shocker. Yes! I think we all saw that coming. Uh, Legion, FX's new X-Men style television show, Legion, is going to premiere on February 8th. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, fall, or, you know, mid-season finale aired. I loved it. It, it was a return to form, I should say. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I have got, I have got to get caught up. I am so far behind on it. It's the I just, yeah, I just got caught up actually today. I watched the yeah. last two episodes, which I hadn't seen, and man, I really loved them. <laughs> it was good I loved stuff. Good episodes. stuff. I loved the slow mo stuff with Yo Yo. Um, mm-hmm. When you know the last thing you see Coulson do is he puts his hand out, and you're like, what is he doing? And then you see Yo Yo run in. She puts a gun in his hand. It's fantastic. Um, oh yeah, it's the ending of their Ghost Rider storyline, but Ghost Rider disappears, he gets taken to this alternate dimension, and, uh, Daisy is concerned because, or Sky, or Quake, whatever you want to call her, uh, is concerned about Robbie getting back, and, and Coulson says, I won't worry about it, he'll be back, and she's like, how do you know that? And he's like, well, the other Ghost Rider made it back, and so it was mm. a little Easter egg, for, again, for the other Ghost Rider. A little nod. Yeah, which they've shown him in the, in the origin, his boots at least, in the origin. Um, and they, then, they showed him, they, didn't they show him leaning down and yeah, you're right. Robbie? They actually right. showed his face. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, his leather, leather jacket and stuff, yeah. Pretty sure it's Johnny Blaze, and, and I'm I'm hoping that Johnny Blaze shows up in some other MCU material. There's, like, a, ch- there's a chance. I really think that Ghost Rider would make an excellent Netflix TV show. All right, all right, there's your campaign. Uh, it's begun. Uh, the the season will. Oh, and the, spoiler, folks. I, I hope this doesn't ruin it for you, Tom. Um, so the all season. Oh, I'm so far. I'm so far behind. It doesn't matter. I'll I'll forget by the time I watch. All so. season long, Radcliffe's been working on his AI, which is Ada, mm-hmm. and beautiful, beautiful little actress. Um, 
we discovered last episode that she's working on creating a brain, like an actual human brain for herself. Uh, you know, like a. She's doing it. Oh yeah, she's using the dark. What she learned in the dark hold to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. And so she become she's become aware. Oh, it seems so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, you let me finish my sentence here. She ends up killing an agent that was sent by Director Mace to take all of. Radcliffe's equipment because once Matt, once Mace found out, he said, "All right, you can start making LMDs for Shield, and you can do it here. So we'll bring your equipment and stuff to headquarters. You'll do it here." The agent goes to Radcliffe's place to go get it. Uh, opens a closet by accident, goes inside and sees it, and he's about he's shocked. But Ada finds him and breaks his neck, kills him, and then we go to the cutscene and uh, they're they're teasing along Coulson and May getting together. Mm-hmm. And they're sharing a drink finally. That's kind of been the running thing is we're going to get that drink together. And so they're finally sharing this drink together. Cut back to Ada, who opens that closet, and it's a bleeding May who's terrified. Uh, so now there's a there's an AI May. She was she was knocked out. Yeah. Well, she was awake when when the closet opened. Like her eyes were open. I never saw the the only time I saw her was when was when uh, Ada leaned down. Uh, looked like she had just woken up. I don't know. Either way, she's got blood on her head, um, <clears throat> and she's cleaning her up. She says, "She said, let's clean, get you cleaned up." So there is a May imposter who is an AI, and the subtitle for this, this last half of Agents of Shield is LMD, Life mm-hmm. Model Decoy. So uh, it should be interesting to see where it goes. We got a couple AI to deal with, and we've already seen it, all what Ultron can do. So we'll see where it goes from here. Right. Uh, but yeah, like I say, I've been enjoying Agents of Shield this season, and I didn't think that was going to happen again. Um, I'm going to have to get pulled back in. So, uh, random TV news uh, in the little chat window. If you take a look, I sent a picture. It's the promo picture for the DuckTales reboot that's coming to Disney XD. <laughs> uh, no, no, no date set in stone, but it'll be in 2017. We're going to see Scrooge McDuck, Donald, his kids, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, their pi- nephews. Nephews. I'm sorry. Well, it's Donald's kids. Mm. I thought. Nope. Yeah. Nephews. Oh, I thought they were. Anyway. Anyway, uh, the Scrooge's pilot friend, Launchpad McQuack, will be there, and the little used, but she showed up in this in the original series. Webby Vanderquack will be there, and in the oh, pro- I thought that was Daisy. Nope. Webby Vanderquack. Uh, right. in the in the promo pic, they're being dropped in the little truck from a plane that looks a lot like Baloo's plane from. Tailspin. That's, mm. that's why I sent you the promo pic, Johnny. I thought you'd enjoy that. Okay, that's okay. a nice nod. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same universe. It's, it's so, all uh, connected, guys. It's all connected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Webby. Webby looks. Oh, you know what? I you know I didn't see that. I'm I'm looking at the images. It's bigger now. Mm-hmm. Um, because I only saw it online, and to me, like Launchpad's arm looked like the body. So I thought that it was. Daisy, because oh, I can it see that like a bigger yeah, body. But I can see that. Now I'm looking, and it looks like she has a grappling gun. That it looks like a pistol. Yeah, she's an, firing. Uh, yeah, Scrooge it. is reaching out for this big like idol thing, and mm-hmm. uh, one of them's reading a book, and one of them's drinking a soda. It looks like a Donald is hanging on for dear life. Yeah, Louis chilling in the back, drinking his drinking <laughs> his booze. He looks real bored <laughs> while they're falling. Huey's, Huey's cramming for a test. <laughs> they're falling uh, from the sky, and he looks as bored as can be. <laughs> just yeah, drinking his Louis's my favorite. Oh um, man, it's good stuff. I'm disappointed. I wanted to see some kick cloud kicker coming off that plane. Oh, and guys, I need breaking news. Breaking news. If you want to refresh your YouTube's on the Jimmy Kimmel website, 
I'm already there. I've the, been waiting. The first official trailer for Spider-Man: Homecoming has arrived. Uh, and are we gonna are we gonna take a minute to watch it? Or what? I think we're gonna we're gonna experience it live with you all listening. Uh, by now, you have all probably seen it. Uh, it was loaded three minutes ago as I refreshed it. I'm loading it up right now. Um, you'll be actually, I think, be able to hear it while I listen to it. So if we want, uh, if you guys want to load it up, we can hit play at the same time. I'm ready. Tom? All right. You got, Let me know if you got a commercial, though, when you load it, because it's the YouTube. But if you guys are going to talk during it, I'm going to have to mute you. No. Which one are we, which one are we doing? There is only As one. I'm- Jimmy Kimmel, on, on, Jimmy Kimmel's page. Go to Jimmy Kimmel's YouTube page. <laughs> oh. Okay, got it. Okay, so get it loaded up. Let it let it load up a little bit so we don't get any buffering issues. And well, then, then we'll my, hit, my went straight into it. So. Well, pause it. <laughs> go, let it go back. Uh, I'm ready. Two minutes long. Uh, no, we will not talk over it because, like I say, the audio on mine will be playing for the recording. So. Uh, the folks at home can hear it, and then we'll talk about it. How's that sound, guys? I like Sounds it. great. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. One, I'm going to say go, or I'm going to say play when you should hit play. So one, two, three, play. This is my chance to prove myself. I can tell Hulk gives it away. Oh, that was awesome. Hmm. Is Liz getting new top? No, we've seen that before. No, with that skirt. She probably stopped staring before it gets creepy, though. Too late. Guys are losers. <laughs> so to become an Avenger, are there like trials or an interview? Just don't do anything I would do. And definitely don't do anything I wouldn't do. There's a little gray area in there, and that's where you operate. Oh, all right. That's not a hug. I'm just grabbing the door for you. <laughs> Good luck out there. <laughs> Listen, I know school sucks. Peter, you still with us? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know you want to save the world. But you're not ready yet. You're the Spider-Man. No, I'm not. I'm not. This is a costume. This is from the ceiling. Stay close to the ground. And stay out of trouble. Forget the flying monster guy. There are people who handle this sort of thing. I'm sick of him treating me like a kid all the time. But you are a kid. This is my chance to prove myself. Peter, what is going on with you? I'm really sorry. I'm so busy. I'm slammed. Don't mess with me. Because I will kill you and everybody you love. Um, wow. Okay, then. Wow. Uh, so Iron Man's a bigger I deal. Like Iron Man's a bigger deal in this movie than we all thought. Uh, well, I I figured that that was going to kind of be his role, is that he'd be almost overseeing 
Spider-Man. Yeah, there's but, there's a lot in there where he's yeah holding him back clearly. Uh, well, in, in, with good reason, he's trying to protect him. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the music. What a great choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, it, some... it it definitely feels like a John Hughes movie. <laughs> it really does, especially yeah, especially the cafeteria scene. Uh, the <laughs> the robbers wearing Avengers masks was a nice touch. I thought that was yep. pretty funny. Um, <laughs> all right, so my question is. Is Tom Holland going to be the best Spider-Man we've had so far? I think he already was the best Spider-Man we've had. You think so? so? Far. Just a little bit in Civil War. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Like Civil yeah. War in this trailer. Yeah, he's the best Spider-Man. Okay, we've only seen like maybe seventeen minutes of this kid being Spider-Man. Oh. oh, and how great was it when he's when he's on the ceiling, right? And then he drops down, and the guy's like, "You're Spider-Man," and then he pushes the little chest thing, and then the the suit just loosens; it right. falls off him. Yeah, that's what a brilliant thing that's so awesome and was his friend holding like a lego death star i yeah i didn't i didn't notice what he was holding i'm gonna have to try to find it here um yeah i don't uh, know i i, I love i love tom holland in, in civil war and i like this in the preview I, i'm still a big andrew garfield fan i loved what he did with spider-man so i'm, I'm gonna have to be convinced because i i liked the andrew garfield spider-man i'm sorry you don't have to well, don't be I sorry. Like, you don't I have to apologize. Like, like but I, but I, I like what Tom Holland's doing. I loved what he did in Civil War, and I like what I see in this preview. So, mm-hmm. and so each Spider-Man has kind of been a good half, right? Like Tobey Maguire to me wasn't a great Spider-Man, but he was a good Peter Parker. Yes, he was a great um, Peter Parker. Right, and so and then Andrew Garfield, I did not like his Peter Parker. But he like, was a at, great Spider-Man. Like, that's at what, all. That's, his Spider-Man was good. Oh, Tom Holland to me. Does, does, does both plays both roles does perfectly. Both. Let's talk so a minute. Far. Let's talk a minute about Michael Keaton. I will kill. Oh, he was I will kill everyone you I love. Was, oh, the I line. Saw, when I saw he was cast, I was so excited because I love Michael Keaton, and I'm thinking this is the first time we're going to see him as a villain. Okay, show me what you got, and I loved it. I love what I saw right there. I thought yeah, the, really we've only seen him as like you love. That's the best. That's the best line. Right he was there. the he was the villain in RoboCop. Right, that's like been it. Oh, that's right, the updated one. Yeah, yeah, but he was like a smarmy businessman right there. Smarmy businessman. Now he's like the real bad guy. The you vulture know? looks great. Now I love the way the vulture looks. I love see, that they kept the little furry collar. Did you see Donald Glover? I didn't notice Donald Glover. He's with the guy that's shooting the laser gun. Oh, okay. Towards so the end, henchman, looks like he's like a bad guy. Yeah. Kind of a bummer, okay. But he's in it, you know. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge Don Glover fan, and you know, whatever he's doing mm-hmm. in it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy. It's gonna be, you know, maybe like a low level bust that that Peter mm-hmm. Peter goes on. Uh, yeah. So this was a good trailer, but but it, it's honestly, I feel like it would have felt better if we didn't already have that amazing Guardians trailer that just came out not too long ago. True. Tough to top that. Yeah. When you, when you compare them, that Guardians trailer just blows Spider-Man out of the water. Which we have but, yet, we have yet to talk about here. That's actually coming up. So, <laughs> okay, great. Um, um, but yeah, that I, I really enjoyed that Spider-Man. I'm going to watch it again. Like when, you know, when the, when the show's done, when we're done recording, <laughs> oh, me too. I'm, I'm probably wa- I'm, I'm going to watch about five, five more times. I have to write up a piece for it for entertainment. So I got to watch it a couple times oh, before yeah. I go to bed. So <laughs> All right, good. Um, yeah, a lot of good, uh, Zendaya, did you catch what her character's name was? Because it wasn't Mary Jane. It was not uh, Liz or Liz something Liz, like that. Lily. Lily, yeah, yeah. I had, I had Liz. So there you go, guys. Confirmation. That ain't her. So mm. you can either stop being angry 
or start being angry or just enjoy it for what it is. <laughs> so, go go with what we said before. Shut up and get over it. Yeah, just, I don't really want to see Mary Jane yet. In uh, no, I don't. You know, I, I'd, I'd like something different than Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy for a little bit. Give me something different. Let's ease into it. Just pick a different girlfriend that Peter Parker had at one point. Yeah, he's a young kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe this isn't even a girlfriend. This is just a crush. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Uh, it's good stuff, man. We're going to be talking about it for a while. Uh, the underarm webbing was, was something I had in the news that we were going to talk about. Um, but we don't have to anymore because it was front and center in that, that clip when he jumps over the helicopter. Um, so it's there. The callback to the, the old school Spidey suit. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice to see, and it looks like it gives. I'm already, a... I'm already seeing stuff on like Twitter where people are saying too much Iron Man. Yeah, it was gonna, it was bound to happen, bound to happen. Why can't it just be his movie? Get over it. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I I get it to an extent. Like I honestly, if I was gonna cut the trailer, I wouldn't probably put as much Iron Man in it as there was. I'd have maybe, I'd have maybe the the um. Actually, I wouldn't have any. I wouldn't have any Tony Stark until they did that little tease at the end when he's swinging and Iron Man's flying by him. Yeah, just and what don't if, have any Tony Stark in it. What if he's only in it for a few times? Like, hey, you know, I saw what you did. Stop it. You know, you got to stop. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we saw pretty much all we're going to see. His influence mm-hmm. on this on the movie is maybe yeah, just that type of thing. And then the end of the movie is those two flying together. Or maybe he's going to help him with Vulture. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I, you know they're gonna complain no matter what. He's a kid, guys. He's a kid, and they've established that Tony Stark is kind of his mentor already. So it's not Iron Man's movie. He's not stealing the movie. It's not like it's not like an animated DC movie where Batman's and everything. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is this is a guiding light, so to speak. Um, and plus, he probably should need him there because of the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, you know, true. Just saying. There's these, these this law that he has to be registered, and he is because he was pro Tony, and so maybe with him there, it makes him look a little better. I don't know. We'll we'll maybe, see. Maybe that's why Tony's trying to ease him into it gently because he doesn't want Spider Man to to be a part of the Sokovia Accords. Like maybe well, he, he wants does. to help him, but he doesn't want to launch right into you're an Avenger. And now you have to sign the accords, and now you have right. to you have to deal with the backlash of being a hero, which is you know yeah. always being responsible for the destruction of the city that you're trying to save. save and and Tony, Tony and Peter had a, had a fairly antagonistic relationship for a while in the comics that stemmed Mm -hmm. from civil war. Um, because you know, Spider-Man was on Tony's side at first and then defected to, to Captain America's when he got Um, destroyed in the, in the sewer. Yeah. So, uh, I, I could totally see like Tony being almost an overbearing parent. Mm-hmm. To the point, like where the audience is going, just let him be free. Let him be like, like what people were telling Joe and and, yeah. uh, and, and Iris about Wally. Like, let yeah. him be him. Let let him do his earn thing. It. So let him, let him earn it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think you're right. I think you're right as far as the Sokovia thing. He can't let him go that way because then he has to register himself. Maybe mm-hmm. now keep him kind of quiet. Keep him on the down low. He's in he's in Tony's pocket, but he's not out there. You know I'm I mean? betting. I'm betting he's registered, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and find out. Um, I did like the last last bit. We got to move on, but the last bit I did like when he reaches over to let him out, and he's going for the hug. <laughs> yeah, that was great. yeah. yeah that was no, this isn't. This isn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not hugging you. I'm just letting you out. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good stuff. Hey, uh, you guys aren't the Avengers. <laughs> Hulk gave it away. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of Marvel news, we also got a Guardians 2 trailer, which uh, all, all about that baby Groot. Um, I am Groot. Is I am Groot. Good stuff. Uh, you, you gotta love Baby Groot. If you're sick of baby, uh, if you're sick of Baby Groot, I don't know. You, you have, you're missing the joy in your life. I don't know what to say. So I, I said this on, on, on our show with Randy um, when we did. We talked about the Marvel Phase One movies, and we opened with talking about the the Guardians Two trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I when I first heard Baby Groot, it was gonna be Baby Groot in the movie. I was like disappointed because I really like Groot's my favorite character from the first movie. I loved Groot, and to make it Baby Groot, I thought like what a like what a cheese ball thing to do. Just I'm sure part of it's to sell merchandise. Yeah. Um, but but James Gunn doesn't care about that stuff. James Gunn always mm-hmm. cares about what's going to progress the story and what's going to be good. So I still had kind of faith it would work out, but I was also disappointed that I wasn't going to get my Groot. Mm-hmm. And after watching the trailer, I'm sold. Baby Groot forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Actually, I want Infinity War to roll around, and I want him to be a teenager. Teenager. Well, I saw from the first preview when I saw uh, when when Rocket blasts the hole and you see him on his shoulder. I was like. Oh, that's so perfect because, you know, Rocket was riding Groot the whole first movie. Now, Baby Groot's riding Rocket. This, I, I thought that was a great tease. And they go to the second one. Oh, oh, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, excited. I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah, and, looks that, and that Drax stuff at the end was hilarious. Because it goes uh, to me, this is, Guardians of the Galaxy was the first Marvel movie I was not overly excited about. I knew about them, but I, I didn't know how they're going to do this. But to me, Dave, Dave will attest to you, it's number two on my list of three on my favorite Marvel movies. So I, I thought I went in with no expectations, and I was so blown away. Well, now, and now, now, now volume two? Oh, man. Now the problem is don't get your expectations too high. You oh, know, no, no, no. The, I'm not. Not you. Just the general public. Because like, yeah. it was so so successful and such a surprise hit. Um, what helped though is the trailers for the first movie were cut so well they were. that it layered on so much excitement. Like, cause and the, the music, soundtracks right. Kill it. Right. The music is, is what plays a lot. And then the music in this trailer was a lot. Uh, we got a first look at like what looks like their first big battle. I'm, I'm going to guess that this fight might, might be the beginning of the movie, uh, with the obelisk. I would uh, think so. Yeah, I'd assume so. Um, just showcasing them fighting together because it looks like they're split up after that. Like they're kind of doing two different missions or the same mission, just kind of working separately. Uh, what you didn't see in this trailer, and I know Johnny touched on it in his article on the website, is uh, they're featured in the first teaser that we got, but you don't see much of um, Yondu and Nebula in this trailer at all. You don't see them at Not all, at actually. All. Um, but you do get your first look at Mantis and that little yep. fun scene about mm-hmm. she's an empath. <laughs> she's an empath, so she can sense feelings and. Uh, Quill wanting to have sex with Gamora and Drax just dying laughing about how embarrassing it is, and he wants to be he wants to be next. <laughs> I love it. Do me, do me, do me. <laughs> yeah, right, it. right. It was it was good stuff. Uh, the whole thing. I loved uh, I loved Mantis's delivery. I I think I'm going to really enjoy her just because of the way she talks. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. I I love the way that she says. She's like, when I touch someone, I feel the feelings. <laughs> right. Like the way she said it was like, oh, like oh, I'll feel my feelings. Yeah, right. Me, me, me next. Just like, just yeah, like do, do me, do me, do me. <laughs> uh, I liked Quill and, and Rocket going back and forth about not having any tape. <laughs> that's my, oh, that's my favorite. Have <laughs> um, yeah. we got any tape? No. If anybody's got any tape, it's you. <laughs> right. Right. 
Oh, it's good stuff, man. Guardians 2 looks great. Um, uh, let's move on to uh, the DCEU. Really all we got there is they set a date now for the Aquaman movie. It'll be October 5th, 2018. So we got just under two years to see the Aquaman solo flick directed by James Wan. Uh, Jenny's excited about that. Well, yeah, anytime she can get a little shirtless uh, Dothraki in her life. She's happy. Um, some... She's got the internet. <laughs> she does love right. herself some Jason Momoa. Right, right. Uh, moving along again, we got we're, we're, because that Spider Man thing we got throwing Jason Momoa is better for her. So he does that as a hobby. He talked about that yeah. at, at a panel I went to. Uh, we also got a mummy trailer with the the Tom Cruise mummy setting up the Universal Monster movies uh, universe that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've announced officially that that Dracula Untold is not a part of it now. Um, really? that's official. It is not a part of that universe. They said, so the movie, the series starts with this much like man of steel kicked off the DCEU, just like Iron Man kicked off the MCU. The mummy is kicking off the universal monster universe and the trailer, um, it's pretty intense. It was. Uh, the buildup at the first scene, like the, you know, something, something's going down on that plane and, uh, the plane itself was going down and, mm-hmm. uh, Spoiler alert, guys! Tom Cruise is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, but not before not going. Not spoiler alert! Tom spoiler alert! Tom Cruise runs in this movie. Well, no, even even worse. That that scene on the plane is like stripped out of Mission Impossible, like five or four. <laughs> like it's you know he was like, we got to have a scene where I'm being thrown from a plane. This has to happen. <laughs> it just felt, it felt I like it was very cool. I, it, I I'm not, yeah, they, I'm, I'm like not, not ripping it at all. I thought it was pretty great. Um, I was hoping that they'd get away from the adventure style that you know the Brendan Fraser films kind of set the tone for. I wanted more of a scary thing, and and there's still a possibility for that because she's destroying London. So, dude, when her eyes turned with four pupils, I thought that was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> What a cool effect! Yeah, that was pretty yeah. crazy. That was pretty crazy. I'm, and, and I'm with you, Dave. I, when I because I, I I did the write up for the for the trailer that you posted on the website. Um, I uh, I was kind of hoping for more of a horror feel, and I feel like when the movie comes out, there will be elements of that. Yeah. Um, because the mummy, like of all the of all the Universal monsters, I feel like um, the mummy has the most potential for, you know, for scares and for horror and for jumps. And then like the wolf man to me right behind it. Maybe that's because, you know, uh, uh, yeah. werewolf movies are, are done, you know, they're overplayed. We've seen so many of them, but right. there's a lot of potential for, for scares here. Um, yeah. And then did you, did you read that the, um, the writer of the movie originally had a male, uh, mummy in mind and that, excuse me and then he watched um the end of days of future past when they teased apocalypse mm-hmm. and he said he he said like straight up it looked exactly like the concept i'd come up with so i abandoned <laughs> it entirely and made female. good call but he, he said he was he said part of him was always leaning in that direction to make it female and i i think she's gonna be great this what's her name sophia bullet Batella. Bull, Patella, Patella, yeah, yeah, she's great. She's really good. I like her a lot. Um, um, you also, but I don't think she's going to be the the representative of the Mummy franchise for the Universal monsters. I think Tom Cruise dying and somehow coming back to life means that he's going to represent the Mummy franchise moving forward. Whereas I kind of thought that they both would in a way. Sure. I kind of wish they would have shown that in the preview where he he busts out of the body bag. 
You know, that's just me. I don't yeah, know. I can't. Well, I well that just means I think save that obviously after. means there's more to that then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I agree with you. There's more to it. And and again, if I was cutting the trailer, uh, I would have made different choices. I actually would have saved that scene for the for the very end. Yeah. Of the trailer. Right. Have right. have the mummy stuff happen, then have the plane go down. And then have Tom Cruise waking up, and then boom, the mummy yeah. coming. In twenty seventeen, in the trailer itself, you did get to see a little bit of Russell Crowe running around. Um, and if you've been yes! reading the internet at all, that would means you know that he's cast to play Henry Jekyll um, as, as part of the universe. So he's potentially your Nick Fury in this universe. Uh, maybe, yeah, perhaps. I'm a little surprised at how much we got of him. Yeah, he's in that movie quite a bit, it looks like. So uh, we also know that Javier Bardem is going to be playing Frankenstein's monster and that Johnny Depp is going to be the Invisible Man. Uh, other movies announced, we've talked about it before, Wolfman, Van Helsing, Creature from the Black Lagoon, and Bride of Frankenstein. So it's uh, it's an exciting time to be a Universal Monster movie fan. So and, are they doing all this? They put them all together and then have another Monster Squad movie? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, their plans, it looks like, is for a movie a year. Um, is kind of what it looks like. Uh, this movie is coming out June 9th this year. Uh, my favorite thing, that I don't know if I knew this or not. Maybe I did, but Jake Johnson, Nick Miller from New Girl, uh, is in this movie. <laughs> so Nice. Uh, huh. I'm stoked for that. He's probably going to be some kind of comedy bit, like he was in Jurassic World. So well, I'm okay I with get it. the I get the feeling these Universal Monster movies aren't going to be like DC and Marvel, where they're going to have some big team up. I think they're just going to exist within the same universe, and then the characters can cross over with each other. Like Jack will like show up in other movies. And, yeah, I like, wouldn't. I wouldn't want a team up. Like I, and, I don't. And what's cool about doing that is like the character of Jekyll and Hyde doesn't necessarily warrant an entire movie. And I love the character. I mean, I, it's my favorite Universal monster, quote unquote, because he's, you know, the, the character's been around for centuries um, or, or or less than that. I don't know. But anyway, he's been, he's been around for a long time. So he's not, to me, like a Universal monster. He's like a Victorian folklore character mm-hmm. in a way. And he doesn't need a whole movie. He can show up and become Hyde in other movies. He can show up and be Hyde in Van Helsing or Creature in the Black Lagoon or The Invisible Man. And and uh, I think that that's the benefit of having a shared universe is you can have the characters cross over and not necessarily do one big team up. Because if you do a big team up, that's Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen, essentially. Which they should do. And you have talked about in your reboot article. I did. I, d- I definitely want to see a, a new League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But I don't want to see these guys yeah. be the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I want the classic League. You know, like I want Captain Nemo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want the original Invisible Man. I'm hoping Johnny Depp plays the second one, not the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you know, uh, as we talked about earlier, you know, uh, inspirations things, you know, uh, Stevenson, when he wrote uh, Jekyll and Hyde, he was on a cocaine induced like craze because he couldn't sleep and then back then you know everything was like here's some medicinal drugs and back then it was cocaine heroin whatever he went through a three-day three-day binge and he wrote the first uh if i remember right he wrote the first thing and he showed it to his wife and she said i don't like it so he did it again went on a three or four day binge and that's what you have now is the jekyll and hyde Story. There you go, kids. Tom endorses you to use drugs to become creative geniuses. No, no. <laughs> I was saying what we talked about earlier. It's yeah, just no, certain things that do things to some people have different kinds of, different kinds of muses. Yeah. Um, 
All right, uh, moving on. There wasn't. I didn't watch it because I just have not had time. But I did read Johnny's piece about the new Transformers trailer. Uh, so that was released, and there because, was a lot in there because we're crunched for time. We're not going to talk much about it. Uh, I will, however, direct you to atomicgeekdom.com, where Johnny's piece is there, where he does discuss it and all the things he liked talk about, about it. it a little bit. Good job, Johnny. Thank you. It was a fun trailer. There, there are some people who are coming down on it, but I liked- to me, it was a fun trailer. There you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. A uh, couple of small pieces before we get out of here. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom an Infinite is coming to game consoles soon, so they're reviving that franchise where you get to play as Marvel characters beating up on Capcom characters. Uh, Walton Goggins, uh, everyone's favorite bad guy from Justified, has been, My cast, favorite. has been cast as the Tomb Raider villain in the Tomb Raider boom, uh, reboot. Uh, Alicia, I will watch. Alicia Vikander set to play Laura Croft. That movie's coming out March 16th, 2018. And finally, with Rogue One, one week away. Yes, by this time next week, I will have seen it for the first time. Um, Rogue One had a TV spot come out. And if you're a fan of Star Wars Rebels, as I am, there is a shot in one of these TV spots of a bunch of spaceships. Uh, namely, like ones you've seen in the Star Wars franchise before. But underneath one of them, there's the backside of a spaceship that looks so much incredibly like the spaceship Ghosts from Star Wars Rebels, which is the ship they fly around on with the main characters. Um, it's a cool Easter egg. I don't think they're going to have the characters in it, of course. But they could. It's the same timeline as Rebels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it would, it would be, it might be kind of cool to see Freddie Prince Jr. show up as his character in the movie. That would be kind of <laughs> rad, I think. Because uh, he's blind on the cartoon. I have, I'm a couple episodes behind. He's actually been blinded in the cartoon. So, uh, Can't do it. We already got a blind guy. Can't do it. <laughs> You're right. Damn it. Can't oh, it. they got their blind yeah. quota in this movie. But he's not a Jedi. He isn't a Jedi. Mm. He believes in it, but he's not a Jedi. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, uh, it would be cool if it's, if they get a nod, like you just hear like somebody over the intercom, ghost checking in or something, something cool like that, you know? Um, but... I, I, I imagine it's just there, kind of like the E.T. were in one of the prequels. The, the race of E.T. aliens were in there. Um, so, yeah, uh, Rogue One, briefly. Um, we talked about it a lot as it's been built up. Uh, you guys going to see it right away? I will. I've seen enough Star Trek movies. Jesus. This guy. Yeah, I'll see it. I'm, I'm not seeing it opening night, but I'll I'll see it over the weekend. I'll see I'll it see before it. whatever show weekend. I do next. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, excitement level? I am huge excited about it. Uh, seven out of ten. I saw one hater. Uh, he's He is a hater. On, I, I will not name names because I'm not like that, but on Twitter. I have no interest in Rogue One whatsoever. Really? Like, like That's cool. Good for you, buddy. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah, I'm glad he's voicing it. I'm right. just gonna sit. I'm just gonna sit back and I'll, wait for them Harry. I'm gonna sit back and wait for them Harry Potter reboots. Yeah, uh, you just put, guys have fun. Have I'll, fun. I'll put this out there. It was not Matt from Two Broke Geeks. He's actually excited for this movie. Uh, so it was not him. Although he he did come out and say something about. Uh, he said it last week on the Geek Out that he's had no interest in seeing Force Awakens again, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. No. No, I so, think so. That, I was on that one, right? We talked yeah. about it. Yeah, that was last yeah. week when we did the whole. Oh no, it wasn't a it wasn't a geek out. It was uh, our topic show where we just did mm. geek battles. Okay. Yeah. So cool. I'm I'm excited for. I'm not a huge Star Wars. Like, I mean, I like Star Wars, but I'm not like 
I need Star Wars in my life kind of guy. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm exploding already. I'm a Star Wars guy. I mean, my uh, my uh, excitement uh, level is like is well, like Tom said, it's like for the next Harry Potter movie. Like I like Harry Potter as much. Tom as I didn't like say Star Wars. that. I didn't say that. Whatever, whatever that guy's name is, that weird guy. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm excited to see it, but again, it's like I'm more excited to see it than I was to see Fantastic Beasts. If I'm going to compare the two franchises and, and my like for them, well, I am too, but that's because I'm a bigger Star Wars fan than I am. A and you know, right? Honestly, I I am I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I have probably watched into the second or third movie, but watching the previews of Fantastic Beasts. I kind of want to see that more because see, it just looks. I mean, it looks incredible. We've talked about it. I I really enjoyed Fantastic Beasts like a lot more than I expected I would. Um, I liked it a lot, and there's a lot of people that hated it for a lot of reasons. And I've sat back and I thought, didn't hate it. No, no, no. I I'm not talking about. It. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean you, Johnny. Um, but I've thought about it again. You know, I think sometimes people look too deep into movies. And then some people don't yeah. look, don't look deep enough, and I think just enjoy it. Like I I rag on the Fast and Furious movies all the time because they bother me. Oh yeah, <laughs> because I don't get. I, I mean, I do to an extent. I get the entertainment value out of it. You're just turning the brain off and just watching some some crazy action. I totally get there that. Were, there were there were clips out this weekend of the new one. So of the new well, Fast okay, and Furious. Okay, so I I totally yeah. hear what you're saying, but when you look at a franchise like I mean, look at it as like. Let's say it's Star Wars, right? For some people, Harry Potter is their Star Wars. Oh, yeah, where absolutely. It, absolutely. For them, it's fantastic. You know, it has to be fantastic, and it has to meet this kind of criteria that they have in their head because the previous films or the previous franchise was at a certain caliber. So, I mean, as a as a just kind of a, a critic, um, you can look at it that way. It's just as as a critic, and the and the movie has a lot of flaws. Just as a critic, right? Not as not a ton. But enough that that a, that a film critic and obviously it got it got a lot of mixed reviews. Obviously, critics were like, "There's there are problems with this film," and then you can look at it as a straight up Harry Potter fan, and that that's totally split. Harry, you know, Potter. What do they call them? Potterheads. There are Potterheads <laughs> that think this movie is like better than any of the other Harry Potter movies, and then there are Potterheads that see this movie and they're like, "That was not at all what I wanted from from this movie." That's so that's not our Harry I, Potter movie, like. You know, that's not, uh, yeah, not so our I president. get what you're saying about turning the brain off, but that that's like asking you to turn your brain off and just enjoy a Star Wars movie and not look no, at no, it no, from no, the no, 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 I was not saying turn your brain off for Harry Potter. No. I was saying that for the movies like Fast and Furious, that kind of movie. Well, you just said it about Fantastic Beasts. So no, being I didn't. Critical and you, I said they're being you, critical and they're looking too deep into the movie. I didn't say turn your brain off for Harry oh, okay. Potter. Oh, right. no, no, okay, fair yeah. enough. Well, I, I yeah. would say that's the same as, as telling a Star Wars fan you're looking too deep into no, it. No, I, I, I Dave was saying that, you know, you turn your brain off to other genres. But if you're, if you're, if you're so in-depth and so – if you're so driven with this with the franchise, you know, you read the books, watch the movies, all of them, stick to, your, stick to your guns. But then what Dave was saying is then you have these other – franchises which now we're at eight on the fast and furious is, is yeah, that what that is eight upcoming one yeah and which i am a fan because i'm a fan of just the genre of watching an action movie i'm not i'm not totally invested in it like i am i'm a star wars fan i'm a star wars fan because i was a kid i had 
I had the carrying case with a Darth Vader carrying case, which was full of 38 care, 38 figures. I mean, I'm that, I'm that kid now grown up loving star Wars still to this day. Mm-hmm. But what Dave was saying is, you know, there's other franchises, you know, it, get it. You can watch it, throw it away. No, I, I get that. I, I agree with that. That That's how I feel about Transformers. Those movies don't need to be good. I like watching all four of the movies, even though three out of the four are terrible movies. Right, but, and I, I was Transformers. I was a tra- big Transformers fan, but I don't – there's times you don't get it. It's like it's so rushed. These movies are not good. I, I guess I'm specifically referencing because cause Dave's saying, um, you know, just uh, – I don't even remember now what what terminology you use. I got so distracted talking about Star Wars stuff. Um, uh, what did you say, Dave? Not enjoy it for what it is. Not turn your brain off. So that's what I said. <laughs> well, Was I said it enjoy I said, it for what it is. I said you're looking too deep into the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Looking too deep. I don't. I I never really think that that's a fair argument, especially with a giant franchise like well, Harry Potter or Star what Wars I mean, or Star Trek. What I mean by that though is not looking looking too deep to find what you loved in in the Harry Potter movies to be there in Fantastic Beasts. You should of course do that if you're a diehard Harry Potter fan. What I'm saying is, are you there to enjoy the movie? Or are you there to find its flaws? I'm going to be honest. I'm one that does not dig too deep in any movies. I don't look for Oh, flaws. yeah, we know that. You like I'm, TBS. <laughs> dude, I, I'm there for entertainment value. I mean, if I did I like it? Yes. Then I could go back and watch it again and then take things apart. All right. Like, you know, you know one of the first movies that my friends yapped about was Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, one of the best movies ever made. First R-rated movie they I went, saw when they I wasn't went, supposed to see it. They went, they went and saw it. About four or five of them come back to me talking about how great this was. How oh, it's the best movie ever made. I went to the theater. I watched it. I hated it. You know why I hated it? Because it was overhyped. Every, every one of their voices in my head saying how bad it was. Went back and watched it again and loved it. Mm-hmm. All right, we got it. Was we, just, it was that perception of, you know, here's what you're supposed to like. Yeah. No, no, here's what I do like. Yep, 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 yep. All right, we got to move on. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's actually going to wrap us up. <laughs> We're at an hour and a half almost. So, uh, Johnny, I know you've been yes. hype, hyping it up for a couple days now, but yeah, you guys had a new podcast episode this week for the Just Two Pals podcast where you guys talked about phase one, right? Yeah, yeah, we talked to the Guardians 2 trailer and then uh, Phase 1 of the MCU. There you go. Good that stuff. was a lot of fun. Good stuff. And uh, the Just Two Pals are on the Atomic Geekdom Network, so you can find them at TopGeek.com. Also, various other places, which I'll cover in a second, but you're also on Twitter, right? Yep, yeah. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, we're at Just Two Pals. If you want to hit me up personally, I'm at Johnny Wellens. And you have an email address that, you know, so far, one, oh, that's one, right. you've one I, email. That's right. I want to I want to continue to give a shout out to Tori Sloan, who is our first fan email. Well, quote unquote fan email. Um, but <laughs> listener, uh, no, listener email. Titled it. Listener email. There you go. No, she said <laughs> she she was the first one to send an email because she heard on on uh, I think last week's geek out where I said nobody sent us an email yet. So if you would like to be the second person to send us an email, go ahead and shoot one over to just two pals pod at gmail dot com. And if Randy were here, he would remind you to throw in the number two. And not write out the word two. 
<laughs> you know, it's it's pretty late, Randy. Randy, I just called you Randy, Johnny. I apologize. Whoa. I apologize. Yeah, it's wow, it's cool. It's He's a good guy. I don't like being confused with him. It's because it's so late. But if I needed to clear up my brain a little, like if I needed some mm-hmm. energy, is there anything you would recommend for that? Um, crack? No, I was looking for a beverage. <laughs> Note to self: smoke beverage. crack. Beverage choice. Jolt Cola. No, well, I wish. They don't think they sell it anymore. I was looking mm. for. You know what, Dave? It's probably because I haven't, I, I haven't had my Mountain Dew Voltage yet today, and I'll be quite honest with you. I cracked it open earlier. Oh. Um, but I didn't want to interrupt what we were talking about, so <laughs> I did. I didn't do the bit. That's okay. But if you like, you know, Dave, no, you don't. You, you know, Dave, when you, when you, when you, when you're forgetting to do your bit that you do in almost every show, what you got to do is just crack yourself open a Mountain Dew voltage and just take a good old. Here, I'll give you an example. Just take a, mm, just take a swig of that bad boy, and you feel just, you feel just great. Just refresh. You feel good. Hashtag, That's what you need. Hashtag just do pals. Hashtag just do pals. Drink a Mountain Dew Voltage. It's it's what you it's what you need. Do the do. He said he said do six times. I don't know if you counted it. <laughs> uh, Tom yeah. Tom, we've been kind of quiet with this podcast, but you host another podcast. We um, uh, yep. Go ahead. Ringside Ringside Geeks. Uh, we'd like to. I'd like to get back to it, but the schedule is what it is. But we talk about wrestling and you know, professional wrestling, sports entertainment whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's myself, Dave, and our uh, illustrious co-host, Monroe. <laughs> illustrious. Uh, yeah, and big shout out, congratulations to Alexa Bliss for being the SmackDown yes. Women's Champion. Huge. Been a huge. huge fan of Alexa Bliss's for a lot, for, for her, her run in NXT uh, all the way through SmackDown right now. Very excited to see yes. her uh, as, yes. as the champion, and she, she's going to do just bigger and better things, even if you don't like her and- right now. And get James Ellsworth off of my TV. <laughs> we'll save that I for. Have a, okay. I have a question, actually, for for the Ringside Geeks, if that's okay. Randy and I have have um have a sort of discussion that we've had about wrestling. Randy calls wrestling fake. Calls it fake mm-hmm. every day. Well, Randy's a swears son of a... up and down that wrestling's fake. Mm. Wakes up in the morning and tweets wrestling's fake <laughs> just to ruin people's days. Now I, on the other hand. I think I take a more kind of balanced approach, and I wouldn't call it fake. I would, however, call it staged. Would that be appropriate to you? No. Um, well, um, well, more more appropriate. more appropriate than fake. Yes. I would. Yeah, I would go with Johnny's argument versus it's, it's Randy's. Scripted. Staged. Fake is not not true. Right. Wait, the it results is a production. It's a production. It's a, put on. it's a it's a it's a it's a sports opera. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to say stage because these are athletes. These are athletes, right? Most of what they say is scripted, but there are people who are allowed to say whatever they want. Well, and the Um, matches are scripted too. Right? They design most of the time. Most of the time, not all of them. They design the matches to. It's why it's called sports entertainment now because they just design for production value. Right. Mm-hmm. There are wrestlers who don't prepare before the match and in the match itself is where it finds itself. We're gonna do, and, and we're gonna do this ask, move now. We're gonna do this move now. 
So ask there are some Dave, people that wing Dave it. And I, ask Dave and I. Some of those that are unscripted are the best matches you'll ever see. Classics. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, Sami so Zayn the, the is defini- one of those the, people. The definition of stage is to present a performance. Right. And that, to me, that's what wrestling is. Right. Whereas to a point, some of the things they say are scripted and the, fa- the finale mm-hmm. of the match the result of the match is, is scripted beforehand. It's all, yeah, it's all predetermined, but the way they, it, it is like Dave said, it's not an opera, but it's more of an orchestra. Soap opera and is what you, I was going for. Soap opera. Yeah. yeah. You have the, you have the ending, but show me as the show goes to lead to this ending. Mm-hmm. And some guys are better than others. And some guys are phenomenal at it's, what they do to, no pun intended, Dave, uh, to get there. <laughs> To make you believe in what you what you're watching. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, there's an art to it for sure. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you want to get deep into it, like the matches themselves can be a piece of art. It's it a, it's really, a, it's, it really it's, is. it's an evolving story with emotions and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, ringside and geeks, I, oh, and we're we're the ones who will defend our love for it anyway. I mean, if, if Randy wants, if Randy wants to say it's fake, fake, fake is it's kind of a harsh word because it's not real, but it's real to us because we like what we like. You know, it's fake. like just watching watching a show, watching a movie. I mean, mm-hmm. this this is we we're invested in these mm-hmm. characters. Fake, fake is to say that it's, it's you're, good to watch. You're saying they're pulling punches, and, and in some cases, yeah, they're not actually kicking him right in the head. Right. They, they are hitting him with steel chairs, like they are mm. falling from cages. Like the, these things are real, um, and you can say, well, they learn how to fall. That's true. So do stuntmen, but right. it's mm-hmm. still going to hurt like hell. Um, and it, so it, we're all in agreement that Randy who repeatedly calls wrestling fake and has since the day he was born and will until the day he dies. Uh, he's wrong. Yes. And I'm yes. right. Yes. And I would yes. love to get him on a podcast where the Excellent. rock is the oh, rock, yeah. the rock is with us and he can tell him how we, fake yeah, wrestling we is. We would, we would love, we would love to point counterpoint with him on that. Well, I've got mad respect for wrestling. <laughs> I, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like sure. I don't watch it. Um, but I have an appreciation for the art. Because there's there's definitely well, something to be said. My for buddy, it. So, my buddy, my buddy said one time. He said, "Is it real?" I said, "It's real entertaining," and that's that's <laughs> that's the argument that I yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. That's like a Tom, s- you don't have a wrestling name yet. I haven't given you one, so I think it's time. How about you're Tom the Bomb? I like it. Tom the Bomb. Tom the Bomb. We did it. All right, Ringside Geeks are on Twitter at Ringside Geeks. As often as I can, I'll live tweet Raw or SmackDown or something, but it's not that often anymore. But pay per views for not sure. That often. Pay-per-views for sure. I will live tweet them if we're watching, which is almost a hundred percent of the time. Um, so yeah. Um, thank you for listening to the Atomic Geekdom podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank our producer Matthew J Bates the second at Cthulhu Collect on the Twitter. Thank you again. You can become a producer and be included in this fine closing of our episodes. By going to patreon.com slash Atomic Geekdom. Uh, soon, if you listen to us, the Satchel Player, and you're listening on the Satchel Player itself, you'll be able to just click on a button and you can become a Patreon. That's how crazy cool that app is. Uh, you won't have to go to a link or a website. You can just click the button and say, yeah, let me be a patron for a month or something. Uh, and you can do that. There's different levels, which gets you different kind of rewards and stuff from us. Uh, but by no means do you have to contribute any money. If you want to help us in this podcast and our network of friends, the Two Broke Geeks, the Just Two Pals, and the Ringside Geeks, tell two friends if you enjoyed what you heard. Tell two friends about this show. Get them to listen. 
Uh, and then it becomes a social thing. Like you're at work and you're like, Oh, did you hear that last episode? Tom and Kingdom? you know, where, where Johnny was super right. And Jenny was super wrong. It was great. Uh, <laughs> they, they crushed her. It's going to be most wrong. episodes. I Jenny think. wrong. <laughs> She'll never admit it. Um, but uh, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow and subscribe, please. And if you did like what you heard, uh, head over to iTunes, give us a rate review over there. That helps us out. Uh, and you can find our show with the two broke geeks, the just two pals and the ringside geeks, atomicgeekdom.com on iTunes, on Google play, uh, uh, and the satchel player and all those fine places. Thank you for listening. Once again, we will be back next week and we will talk about rogue one. Uh, cause I will have seen it and hopefully maybe at least one other person in the show will have seen it. But if not, we'll keep it spoiler free. And just tell you how good or bad it was. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be good. But yeah, thanks for listening. Thank you for joining me, guys. Thanks, yep. Dave. And uh, just Thank just you. just do it, right? Just do it. That's right. Hashtag just do pals it.